This episode of Standard Orbit is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 180,000 titles for smartphone, tablet, and desktop. To get a free audiobook of your choice and help Trek FM at the same time, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by Enterprise in Space, an international program for the nonprofit National Space Society. Find out how you can help science and education and become a virtual crew member aboard the NSS Enterprise Orbiter by visiting enterpriseinspace.org. Want to join the conversation and share your thoughts on this episode? Join the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type B-A-B-E-L into the Facebook search field. We look forward to seeing you there. Hi, this is Robin Curtis, and I played Lieutenant Savick in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, and Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. And you're listening to Standard Orbit on Trek FM. Risk is our business. It's like nothing we've dealt with before. My golly, Jim, I'm beginning to think I can cure a rainy day. I can't change the laws of physics. Now in standard orbit, sir. Welcome, everyone, to Standard Orbit, Trek FM's dedicated podcast that covers the original and new cast of Captain Kirk and the Enterprise. I'm Ken Tripp. I am Zach Moore. I am Haley Stoddart. This is going to be bittersweet, guys. I will break it now and say thank you for bringing me aboard almost two years ago. And I have valued everything that we've done together. This has been an absolutely wonderful ride and a wonderful trip. And I'm not going to get emotional, listeners. Or at least try not to. Haley, what are you talking about? What's going on? (laughs) Well, as of this recording, well, not this recording, we do have one more listeners and I am so excited to hear this, but everyone is kind of stepping back from Standard Orbit and you guys officially, me, I am still here, but we're going to kind of be back on the back burner a little bit, but it's it's kind of sad. I know you guys have podcasted longer together than I have with you too, but it's truly been a wonderful ride. That's right. Our journey here, at least for Ken and I, has, has come to an end at Standard Orbit. Uh, you know, 300 is a nice round number, so as Haley, as you said, that's where we're going to end things. We're going to tease that at the end of this show. We're going to keep you guessing. We're going to make you listen all the way through to find out what next week is going to be. Uh, but, man, you know, I remember what I, I mean, I joined after Ken already had, and I, I, I think I was like 135, something like that. Uh, we talked about Star Trek 09. And uh, we took it from there. We talked about the new movies. And, and then I just stayed on as a host after that. Gosh, I've done over 150 of these, give or take. You know, because that's the great thing about there being three of us. You know, sometimes there were two of us, one of us rotating. You know, a lot of times you know, all three of us were together. But, you know, that, that's a, it was a good rotation to have. So I, I can't tell you exactly how many episodes that any of us have actually done <laughs> of this show up to this point. But it has been a heck of a ride. And I've made some great friends here on Trek FM. First and foremost, Mr. Ken Tripp. So, Ken, take it away. Well, my friends, you know, it's one of those things where when uh, when we were discussing what we were going to do with this show seven or eight months ago, I think that uh, people need to realize, one, that uh, it's it's very, very difficult to come up with new and, and, and innovative topics for a show that's 50 plus years old and 
you know, has a fair amount of movies to talk about. And I think uh, the three of us did a hell of a job. In fact, I think uh, uh, we really kind of rocked it out, uh, especially uh, when we first came on board and then we got, um, it, you know, it started to get tricky again. And we brought in Haley and we had a whole new perspective. So to keep a show like this moving for a long time, I think is uh, because you're bordered, right? Um, if, if we went over the wall, so to speak, we used to joke about that. And of course, in many episodes, we didn't really care much, but we did anyway. Um, you know, it's it's tough to kind of keep yourself limited to 79 episodes and whatever it is, no, 13 movies, something like that total, maybe. And that includes Next Gen, so it's less than that, sorry. So it's nine movies. Uh, to talk about. And and I think that uh, reality kind of struck when Zach and I were kind of talking about where can we go with this? And was it time for for us to go? And we had such a a, a great uh, talent in Haley. And I still can't believe it's been almost two years that you've been doing this show. I don't know where the time goes. Um, Where we, we... we had to step back and just go, okay, if we can, let's get to 300. That's a good number. Um, our predecessors, the original folks that watched the show, Drew and Mike, they made it to um, 109 uh, episodes. And uh, they did a great job, and they, they turned it over to uh, Norm and Jeff, and Norm and Jeff brought me on, which was fun. So I've been doing this four years now um, on Standard Orbit, and it's been an absolute blast i can't um i can't tell you how much fun it has been and how many great relationships i've made because of this opportunity and you know i i I think back and this is going to be a little bit nostalgic so bear with me folks last one then you don't have to deal with it (laughs) it's uh i i i think about when um norman jeff kind of uh had to um had to leave after six months or so I don't know if I scared him off or what it was. I think <laughs> Jeff had some lame excuse about getting a master's degree so he could become a full-time teacher. And Norm was um, was moving on to do some other podcasts in, in another area that, that he had wanted to do forever. So um, they they put Zach and I together. When I say they, Chris Chris Jones, um, you know, said, uh, you, you know, you're, you're sticking with it, right, Ken? I said, yeah, I'm sticking with it. And um he said, I, "We've got a guy, Zach. Zach Moore. I think you'll you'll really like him. Don't know him. Never heard about him. Might have saw you as like a product manager, a production manager, or something. You had some title <laughs> with the show, something technical, I think." And they said, I, "You know," he said, "He thought that we'd we'd have a a great chemistry, and uh, we just happened to meet in Las Vegas for the fiftieth anniversary." You know, right away we felt like we had a a connection. Now it's it's tough to find that that chemistry, and it was at that same convention where I met Haley. So it was like, okay, you know, Haley Haley came on a little a little later, but already you know you you bond with these folks. And um, what I really really thought uh, we did uh, better than anyone was come up with innovative subjects to discuss. I mean, we we had to. <laughs> we had a very old show. Art thrives on restraint, Ken. We yeah, learned and, nothing from Nicholas Meyer. That's, that's what we right. learned from him. <laughs> but we we had to really think out of the box because how do you talk about something that's so old? Now it is easier to do with with new people because you're getting new perspectives, no doubt. But we really, um, you know, I'll never forget some of the some of the things that 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 we pulled out, and then the other shows started 
taking our ideas left, right, and <laughs> yes. sideways, right? Yep. And um, Haley uh, has been negotiating a settlement with Earl Grey for years, and I, you know, I haven't seen a dime, Haley. So you, you know, you yeah. told me you were going to get me some money, Sorry. but. Yeah, I mean, it was every after every other week that seemed to pull in the the same subject and and gleefully and and of course that was the biggest compliment that one could get. I think is um, is is some of the uh, some of the cool things that we did the the origin stories, the um, out of the box uh, type things where we would just go from where things started to where they ended and we'd jump over the walls like crazy to kind of illustrate it. Uh, the biggest rating show we ever had was one that we did, I think, in October in 2017 called um, Red Shirt Starship. Red Shirt Starship. That's Remember right. Red Shirt Starship? <laughs> that that was huge numbers, huge numbers. And it might have had the record for the longest thread on the Babel Conference. Yes. Because we, yes. we asked yeah. people what their favorite ships were. And we voted, you know, uh, we took a tally from all of it. And I'll never forget it. And we, we had a, a follow-on episode that did very, very well, uh, too. And I thought that, um, you know, I'll never forget that. It was just like the, the energy just kind of flew from there. And um, we've done a lot of crossovers with uh, Earl Grey that have also been very highly rated. And, uh, you know, we also weren't afraid to take things on. You know, uh, we went on just before this convention and decided to take on the whole William Shatner controversy, knowing that we were going to see a lot of people at that convention that may or may not appreciate or believe or agree or agree with our point of view. But I thought it was um, it was worth doing. So I, I um you know, I think back of these last four years, and I, uh, I have nothing but but happiness, joy, and love in my heart. It's uh, it's just really hard. I, I, as you guys saw, I have a really hard time saying saying goodbye after all this time. But I just know that the caliper and the the subjects and the conversations uh, will be refreshed under Haley's watch. Uh, with uh, a new co-host, and I'm, I'm hoping they take it in that direction, uh, and and it'll thrive the way I think that that we we poured it on. Because guys, our little show, our little show that talks about um, episodes that took place <laughs> well before you two were born, um, <laughs> has been the number two uh, show on the network for for local programming. You know, you take the mission log and the Larry stuff out. Uh, it had been number two for the last two years. Uh, we were smoking everyone. And who would have thought, right, that the original series with all these new shows or whatnot, that Standard Orbit would be the one that uh, got the second most downloads. And I can't tell you how proud I am to have worked with the both of you and how proud of that legacy uh, to to get those kind of numbers, uh, like I said, in in something that you really have to do some mining to get at. So. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I know I'm going to go on forever, so I better shut up and let somebody else talk here. <laughs> well, I, I was looking back through it. Uh, as everybody knows, I'm terrible with episode titles and numbers and things like that. It was 133. It was my first episode, Daring to Do Better. And that was July 18th, 2016. So that was the first time I came on uh, to the show. And I think at that point I was a guest or something, even though I, even though I knew I was a host. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember those, and then you know, just it's funny scrolling back through some of these older titles. Red shirts, uh, Red Shirt Starship. I, again, that was that was like you said, that was almost a two-hour show. By the way, that was an hour and forty-five minutes. <laughs> it's insane uh, because we talk about all the all the starships from the original series and the movies, 
uh, and then we came back with the rebooted fleet, which was the sequel to that. And that was only that was only a mere hour and twenty three minutes talking about the ships of the Kelvin timeline, so stuff like that. Um, but yeah, you know, I think back on all the the topics we came up with, and you know, talking about the toys of Star Trek, you know, just you know, coming on fresh, and I was like, oh, good, I've I've been thinking about these things my whole life. I can finally have an excuse to talk about them in a quote unquote professional forum. So I was, you know, uh, you know, uh, switching out. Um, next-gen episodes for TOS episodes. That was a real fun idea that we had. We had a little series of those. And, and then, you know, getting to getting to interview people and talk to people like John Tenuto, you know? I mean, what a, what a fascinating guy for him to come on. And, and we always joke when he comes on, like, oh, we, we, just, we can just say hello and then, you know, go take a break. Because <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll talk for about two hours straight, you know? And he's a, it, it's, he's a great guy, too, because it's like it, you want to engage even more because he has so many everything you could possibly say he has like an hour long response to it. It's amazing. It's so much insight and his connections and, and his fandom, you know, traces back decades. And, you know, I think about um, bringing on a, a podcasting friend of mine, Tony Black, you know, who went on to, to start Primitive Culture here on Trek FM. Uh, we had become friends uh, podcasting uh, on his X-Files podcast. I've been a, a guest of. And I remember, Ken, it was back when we had first started and we had, as you often like to uh, to brag about, we did not miss a, we did not miss a week for like a year straight. I think when we first started and it was like getting down to that weekend. And I think, you know, we had both been busy. We hadn't had time to record together. And I think I was like, oh man, well, let me see what I could do. And so uh, I believe it was uh, Star Trek at its best. That's right. Episode 165. I'm looking at a list here, people. These are not. Yeah, there's no not, way you know this off the no. top of your head. No, no <laughs> Definitely way. not. But Star Trek at its best, right? I brought Tony, Tony Black was our, our guest that time. We, and we saved the streak. We kept it going, right? And uh, and we just talked about the original series movies. And then he'd been a guest a couple times after that and went on to become a, a host here. And he's a prolific podcaster. He has all kinds of stuff going on. At the, at, the, at the We Made This Podcast Network, so go check those guys out. But, you know, j- just being able to bring people on, like, all the crossovers are great, too. Like, I love the the mega crossovers we did with Earl Grey were a lot of fun. It was just an insane idea, uh, which was, like, the seventh season of Next Gen versus the third season of yes. <laughs> the original yes. series and going up and down the episodes and wrecking those kinds of things. And, yeah, that you know, we, we have other, other friends from along the way, like, I think about Nicholas Anastasio, pretty uh, mm-hmm. semi-regular co-host for a while there, stepping in. Uh, filled in a chair talking about so many interesting topics you know planet of the apes crossover and uh with star trek and and ape face as i called him back in the day because that was his avatar on on facebook so i mean i'm just the the memories are are flooding through here you know but um utmost of all it's been about the people you know i mean it's fun to talk about star trek but just that's just an excuse for us all to get together and and have a good time and you know, for for all the great stuff you guys hear on the microphone that we post, and we have so many like pre and post game discussions that kind of forge these friendships, and you know, and and we've all become friends in real life, and and uh, it's just it, it's great. You know, I mean, it's it, it, I I I am completely earnest when I say this. Star Trek brings people together. You know, and this is what this is what this does. So, uh, I mean, we'll have more things to say here, but but Haley, let me let me pass it on to you for a minute here as I <laughs> collect some more thoughts. But. No, that's okay. Yeah, you know, so uh, episode 204 was the first one, and I think it was you and me, Ken. You know, I guessed it a second time a little bit later, a few episodes later, and then I think shortly after that, you know, you invited me to join the network, and it's incredible the um, opportunities, the friends that I've made because of this, the friends that I already knew from Vegas, uh, were super excited um, that I had joined listeners that I knew. And 
um, Julie is one of them, and she just was so excited that I was on because she loves the original series. So it's it's been incredible, you know. It's it's been a fun, crazy ride. The crossovers have definitely been fun. You know, I think for me, one of the episodes that I really enjoyed was when I had Dr. Ethan Siegel come on and I was yeah. like, hey, I'm going to have this. I'm I'm pulling him in for an interview and you guys are like, all right, that's cool. And it was so fun of an episode talking about, you know, the science and, and what could actually happen. And then he's just infectious anyway um, with his with his joy and love of Star Trek, even though he's more of a TNG guy. And so that was really fun. Um, even though it was super labor intensive, the crossover we did with the Trek geeks about, <laughs> oh, you yes, know, yes. the godlike beings and religion in, in Star Trek, I thought, you know, that was really fun for me to put together to research all of that and and kind of get the ball rolling on that you guys had wanted to do a crossover with them but kind of hadn't made it happen and so doing those behind the scenes stuff um listeners have no clue the notes and the outline man if i if we posted that you guys would just go wow but that was really fun for me to just kind of do a lot of digging into things and so this has been a really fun experience for me just because i've learned a lot more from you two and learned a lot just in researching my own stuff to discuss so that i have something to say and you know it's it's just been a wild fun ride you know yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly i think that um you know Haley, I was, I, that that interview with 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 uh dr siegel was unbelievable um i didn't know what to expect and i know you had uh connections with him and and I, it, it was one of those episodes where i didn't have to say a lot because you two were so engaged and and i was just mesmerized as to you know what was what was happening and I, I I thought that uh, afterwards, you know, it was just like, wow, that was such a fascinating show. And how much of it is pseudoscience and how much of it is not and how much of it isn't, I was more surprised about than anything. Mm -hmm. Or that um, Warp Drive made more sense than Impulse. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But yeah, that, that, that was wonderful. And I was reminiscing as you were talking and I was thinking about our... Um, our Star Trek Five episode with uh, Bill and Brianna—that mm -hmm. was also, uh, I thought, one of the, one of the better ones because you know we are a quirky group. Um, I had no idea that. I, I mean, I knew from the second uh, you know Zach and I started talking about what we liked and didn't like that that Star Trek Three was his favorite movie, so that was easy. Uh, I, you know, I've only been talking about TMP since the day I got on the show, but. You know, I was like, Star Trek Five is Haley's favorite. And so, <laughs> yep. you know, you look at the list and maybe Star Trek Three creeps into the top four or five. It's hard to say. You know, it's up there. Mm -hmm. What list, Ken? What are you, t what are you trying to say? <laughs> yes. The, the list. The list. The keeper's list of what are the best movies. But I think it's, I think it's, it, it speaks to our kind of, um, I don't know, goofiness in a way that, that we like one, three, and five. We have the reverse odd even rule. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's 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 been a hell of a ride. It it really has. And I think that uh, you know, throughout the time that that uh as you were saying, Zach, when we were just knocking them out and and trying to to kill it, and part of it was we were just obsessive um with wanting to be the number one show. I mean, we 
we really did. I mean, that was that our goal was we want to kick everybody's butt, and we get so pissed off if we didn't win a week or this and this stuff. Um, and it kept the the creative juices flowing, and then it kind of it kind of shifted to, you know, we got to stop worrying about the things we can't control and have a little bit more fun. And not that we weren't having fun, but it kind of changed it a bit. And I think just naturally, um, by kind of you know, stop focusing on making sure we're there every week or we're hitting a certain number, uh, that that the um, the quality maintained itself and, and we kept coming up with new ideas and you know, we I think I think realization hit when discovery hit the airwaves. And um, it's like, yeah, a lot of people aren't gonna be listening to standard orbit. Uh, not to say that we we didn't have our regulars, right? I mean, think about it. I, I think of Tim Hands, I think of uh, Christopher Bach, <laughs> these guys they don't, I mean, they don't miss uh, a thread. They don't miss a show. You know, some of the feedback we get from them. Uh, you, you mentioned Nicholas uh, Anastasio. I own Nicholas big. I mean, Zach, when, when you were trapped on that cruise ship, um, Nicholas was <laughs> like the de facto co-host for a while. Yeah. And uh, we we had come up with uh, some, some pretty crazy uh, categories there too and some subjects and and we just, you know, just made it happen. And I have to say thank you to the, uh, from the bottom of my heart for poor Nick. One night we recorded, it was so late. Now, you know, East Coast, it was one in the morning when we finished. I never hit the record button. And the guy was, well, we'll just do it again. I was like, <laughs> I was like that's that was awesome right that we we could go back and uh, i don't think i i've missed before or after but uh i'll i'll never forget that but you know it that's that's been the thing whether it's uh craig malumby or uh there was this this uber fan what was her name amy what was her uh, name? Amy uh, in something, I think. <laughs> Amy in <and laughs> something. Yeah, I remember yeah. We, we were in Star Trek Las Vegas, and we were having our, you know, you, me, Norman, Brandon, we were having our SDL 50 discussion, and she was just sitting there watching us in the room, like, hey, why don't you jump on this? She's like, no, no. So she, like, well, she's never going to make it in podcasting. She's too shy. She doesn't have enough opinions. She's never going to make it in this life. And we were, of course, talking about podcasting queen Amy Nelson, who, <laughs> who I remember when I first met her, um, well, because I started, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, just editing things and like the previously on Trek FMs and and then I jumped on the uh, uh, from there to here project. You know, Mike Mike Schiller had pulled me into that, and then she would always comment on the episodes I did, like, "Oh, I agree with Zach. I agree with Zach." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I, this woman has taste." <laughs> so when uh, I finally <laughs> got to meet her in person, like we were at the Masquerade Bar in, in Star Trek Las Vegas, and if you've been to Star Trek Las Vegas at the Rio, you know the Masquerade Bar is where it's at. Uh, I remember she's like, oh, it's Zach. And she jumps up and hugs me and all this stuff. It's all great, you know? And, um, but yeah, she was just a listener then, you know? And then like a few short months later, she's on a microphone and now she's podcasting everywhere around the multiverse. So it's great who you meet too, you know, um, at these conventions, you know I mean? that That's why I would keep going back to the conventions. Like I thought, okay, me and my dad and my best friend all went for the 50th and we're like, all right, we're going to do this Star Trek Las Vegas thing. Never done it. You know, and we went. And then of course you met all of you fine people and many of you listening and uh, I was like, man, this is fun. Maybe I'll come back every five years, you know. And so then I missed a year. I was like, oh man, I missed that a lot. And then I've been back every year since. <laughs> so because once you, you know, once you go, you 
you, you want to go back and you want to, don't get me wrong, right? I mean, the first time is the first time. It's great to keep going back and finding that uh, camaraderie and community and fandom and just knowing like you can wander around and do your own thing and you will find people that you know and kind of jump on and latch on with them and go on another adventure, right? I mean, because you can do the the Star Trek, like I'm going to go to the vendor's room and go to the panel stuff, like the, the manufactured CBS thing. And that's the reason why it's there, to get me wrong. It's great. But it's that intangible stuff and, and interacting with all y'all and talking about who knows what, Star Trek or otherwise, that kind of makes it worthwhile to keep going back and doing. So, I mean, and Trek FM has been the conduit for us to do that, right? So, I mean, very thankful for that opportunities. Very much so. It's, you know, it's pure happenstance that I met Ken at the 50th. I think I had walked up to you because I saw you and your daughter and I liked your shirts. And so... <laughs> Or maybe you were in line for a photo op. I can't remember. But it was just, you know, just pure happenstance. And I think we ran into each other a couple more times after that. Um, You know, and then getting to meet Zach, that was, you know, it was really fun. And that's what's really nice is, you know, most people I talk to when I tell them I'm a podcaster, you know, and I kind of explain it, they think that I'm doing it in the same room or, you know, that we're all in the same place or something. And I'm like, no, I'm like one's East Coast time, one's Central. I'm like, I, I know people, I've, I've podcasted with people on the other side of the globe, uh, listeners, you know, from other side of the globe. I've had a lovely, you know, I've had some lovely comments and from other listeners around the world. And I just think, wow, this is crazy that, you know, we're, we're everywhere <laughs> just sitting in our homes. And it's been really fun to share viewpoints and ideas on different topics and create discussion based off of those with other listeners, with people that, you know, I, I meet and they go, oh, okay, I, I see your point, you know, and, and maybe changing somebody's mind. Uh, this past September when we went down to Fanex, um, one of Zachary's old bosses was came and got to meet him and I kind of made him take another look and, and take think about taking another look at Star Trek V and just because of how I was talking about it. And that's something that's really, truly wonderful is is getting to share these ideas and, you know, someone go, okay, I kind of can see your point. You know, I never really looked at it that way or, hey, you've kind of changed my mind about something just because of something that we've said is truly incredible, I think, and just engages the conversation better. Isn't that so cool? I mean, you just... That it, it's amazing. Um, one that that people take to heart what you say because you you, you mm-hmm. humble yourself yes. and you say, well, yeah. "Well, who am I?" Right? I mean, it's uh, we are authorities now. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's it is it is funny, and you you think back to that, and um, you know, it's 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 amazing. Um, you know, I was in fact today from a. I got a request, uh, Enterprising Individuals. Never heard of them. I don't know if you guys know this group, um, but no, they reached out to me and it's a production thing and they, they wanted me to come on to talk about, um, you know, the military aspect of, of Star Trek and the way the ranks work and all that stuff. And I mean, it was great, honest, uh, you know, just very humbled. So I'm going to do this thing, I think, Saturday or a week from Saturday. But I was like, okay. And then, but I mean, they sent me this link. It's like, this thing is way more professional than way we do it. I was like, well, you know, I'm sorry, the booking agent's going to call you. Okay. <laughs> um, again, it's, 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 it's amazing. And then the one thing that has been really, really cool 
about being in this 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 podcast and being part of this team and working with you guys has been the ability to network with all the other podcasters. Um, one thing I love about Star Trek podcasts is we're not competing. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, everybody's hoping that everyone else is successful. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I cherish uh, the friendship that I've been able to um, develop with um, Bill and and Dan. I mean, over at Trek Geeks, they're just wonderful, wonderful people. And, uh, you know, got to spend some great times with them, been on their shows a few times. That crossover episode, as you mentioned, you know, you're right. You wrote a Winds of War novel to put that thing together, <laughs> Haley. It was it was an amazing amount of work. and But it, it paid off. I thought it was some of the most fascinating and um, I wouldn't say controversial, but it, but at least it got people to think when we started talking about, you know, gods and godlike beings and things. It's a it's not an easy thing to 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 go down, but I, I thought it was it, it came off very well, and I, I think that uh, the the way uh, it transitioned from one to the other, I thought was beautiful, and it gave us the opportunity to get outside of our box, going on Trek Geeks, and talk about Depths and Deep Space Nine. That's mm-hmm. right. So I mean, it was it was nice to do. So yeah, it's it's these opportunities and and the people that um, that have made this experience incredible. You know, I mean. Um, I got to represent Trek FM up in Albany, got to host, um, though it was last minute, but actually, you know, kind of, uh, chair a, a podcasting seminar. We had Brandon and we had Dan and we had Bill and we had, um, the folks from Women at Warp up there, Amy. And, um, the, it was, it was incredible. You know, I'm sitting up there going, my goodness, you know, these are all colleagues in this hobby. And, you know, we were talking to that and all the folks that were there and you know i got to have dinner with uh mark secree and uh, i've got to develop an incredible friendship with jacqueline kim none of this stuff would have happened uh if it wasn't for um this network and uh and and for the two of you that have made this so much fun i mean i I mean, I can't tell you and express enough just how much I love and appreciate you guys and what you've, what you've meant to me and what you've done for me. I mean, it's a, it's amazing, just absolutely amazing. I wish I could say it more eloquently, but I'm all over the place, and that's what happens when emotions get the best of you. Well, you have been and always shall be, my friend, Ken. That, that is that original line, Zach. <laughs> I just came up that. Thank myself. you. <laughs> oh, you're right. I mean, like I. I, I, you know, I dabbled in podcasting before and had my own Smallville thing going on, uh, and that was going well. Then I started this one, but the the podcast that it really had always like the first podcast I think I've really listened to and inspired me to go into podcasting was the Twilight Zone podcast. And I was like, this guy, this Tom Elliott guy, he's legit. Like, I need to find an excuse to talk to this guy sometime. <laughs> and then finally, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm doing a Star Trek podcast. There's a lot of Twilight Zone Star Trek crossover. So uh, episode 186. Defined by a sword in his hand, we got to have Tom Elliott on standard orbit and talk some Twilight Zone and Star Trek. And I've since actually become good friends with him as well through other uh, travels and podcasts together. So, again, just opportunities that you have, these present to you uh, that you wouldn't otherwise have. Um, you know, talking about meeting other people at, at the conventions. And, you know, uh, one of our longest uh, associate producers of the network, Tim Robertson, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for JPL, NASA, you know, got to have him on. Uh, episode 266, Pale Blue Dot, 
we talked about the Voyager program and, you know, V'ger and all that. And that's the great thing about Star Trek. That is why we were able to continue talking for so long, so many episodes, because there's so many. Star Trek is this spoke that has so many arms that goes out to so touches so many parts of our society, culture, life, whatever. Right? You can have one episode you're talking about, you know, just, hey, continuity and uniforms. And another episode you're talking about hard science of Star Trek, you know, other podcasts you're talking about crossovers with, you know, other shows and and so that's what's so cool because it's like, um, although you're talking about Star Trek every week, every conversation is very different because we had some heavy shows, we had some lighter shows, uh, and, and that's what that's what made it fun to do, you know, on, on an almost weekly basis. You know, we skipped a few weeks every now and then over the years, as you guys know, but you know, for uh, for doing it almost weekly for a good four years, you know, I, I've uh, to your point earlier, Ken, I I feel like that, uh, you know, not to brag ourselves or pat ourselves on the back, but I feel like we were pretty. We were pretty ingenious and pretty, uh, uh, I was going to say ingenuitive, but that's not a word. So we (laughs) ingenuity was displayed in our topics Uh, and just having to come up with stuff like talking about, you know, commercials that the the cast had been in and, you know, playing those clips. That was fun. Pop culture references, all all that stuff. And it just kind of, and it kind of reminds you why you're a fan, you know, talking about it and, and reinforces uh, your fandom, and then uh, you know, uh, hey, like you were saying, you know, just just having people reconsider other things, you know, like being challenged, like you know, I, that's a good point, but you know, and that's why you're know, having guests on over the years and rotating, and and I gotta say, I gotta say, one of my favorite kind of sub series, of course, was um, me and Brandon Shane Matillo doing uh, commentaries on episodes. That was a fun sub series. I, I hope everyone enjoyed those, listening to them as much as we enjoyed doing them, because that's a that's a that's a fun. <laughs> thing to do you know because you know we approach it with you know kind of a from a fun place and that's what you got to do and so we had a lot of fun doing those poking fun of the show but also expressing love at, at the show and, and those are some some fun episodes and and we do agree that and the children shall lead is the worst episode of star trek so <laughs> i think i think that was our first commentary that he and i did um a, a selfie stick holding his tricorder i couldn't really f- i couldn't find that one on the list but that, that that's i think that's the title <laughs> A, tri- a selfie stick for a tricorder, I believe, is the name of that episode. So look it up. It's when me and Brandon do a commentary of "And the Children Shall Lead." But um. yeah, well, he he yeah he fit in perfectly. I think um, you you guys have a great chemistry. You can't you know Brandon. He's one of those guys um, you, you can never get upset with ever. Um, he's just he's <laughs> even Canadian. if you. <laughs> it, it it must be it, Haley. I don't know what it is, uh, but he's just he's just like a big, likable teddy bear, um, a six foot seven teddy bear, to say the least. Uh, again, you know, it's the first time I met him was at that fiftieth as well, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's 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 brought a lot to the table at Trek FM. He really is. He's got yeah. uh, he's got such a great heart, and he's always trying to do the right thing. And um, but yeah, your your commentary is great. But he fits into our quirkiness, all three of yeah. us, right? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. alternative factor, really. I know. I really. Know. <laughs> he and I will defend that to our dying breath. <laughs> I, I remember when I first met Brandon, and I know I've told the story before, but I want to tell it again. It was the start of Las Vegas, and you know, I you I had podcasted him before, but you're sitting down like at a desk, so you don't really have no gauge of how short or tall people are. And then I, I meet him, and, and I, it is it is exactly like the scene from Star Trek VI where Kirk goes to the Rurapinti, and he sees the giant alien, and he looks up, because Brandon, <laughs> giant man. <laughs> I just really felt like he wanted my jacket. He was going to fight me for it. That's the way I felt when I met Brandon. But, uh, oh, man. But, yes, it's, it's, it's so, many, so many great uh, times meeting so many people 
uh, on the on the network and uh you know because you can it's a different flavor of of just you know like oh i'm commenting and things on posts and that's that's its own great community i'm glad the babel conference exists in the way it is but but when you're like you know sitting behind a microphone going through a conversation with back and forth to somebody you never know where the conversation will take you which is why we kind of trademarked our, our, our standard orbit tangents over the years didn't we oh we had some great tangents yes Yes, all three of you. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Uh, you've, you've been on other uh, Trek FM shows, I assume, right? Has everybody been on other Trek FM shows? Mm-hmm. What well, what other ones have you done and what did you enjoy? So I, I got to do Earl Grey a few times, and um, that was the first show that I ever listened to well before I had even podcasted. So that was kind of fun. Um, even though I didn't get to be on with the original crew, uh, that one was really fun. They brought me on board to talk about Jordy, who is my favorite TNG character. So that was really great. Um, and then I was- But he's a jerk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just I've heard I've I've seen that T-shirt somewhere, and I just he was oh, quite okay. rude to Scotty. Let's be real. All right. He was, but he grew from that. He grew from that. But um, and then elderly abuse. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, I was also I did live from the edge, and I did postcards, and then I also did the edge with Amy as well. So that was really fun. And I will say, um, you know, one thing before you answer, Zach, and we can kind of circle back around to this. I think one of the things that was really great was fine was sitting down with everyone after, you know, Patrick Stewart came out and we all kind of sat down in a room and recorded. That was really fun to just kind of sit down because there were so many people there that I hadn't met from the network. And that was really great, too. So but go ahead, Zach. Oh, yeah. No, that was a great moment. You know, uh, and, and we'll always have that in our in our Star Trek fandom memories. We were there, and Patrick Stewart came out like John Luc Picard is back. Uh, I remember Brandon literally broke into tears talking about it. he was. I'm going to get to watch Star Trek with my daughters. Like you know, it's it was a great moment, right? And uh, but yeah, it's for me, guys. Let's see. I, I've been on Earl Grey um, handful of times, so I remember my my actually my first podcast appearance not on from there to here was on commentary Trek Stars with Mike Schindler and John Mills. And I had been wanting to, you know, because I've been doing behind the scenes stuff, you know, editing, like I said earlier, and just doing the, uh, doing the from there to here's. And I was like, oh, I have an opportunity now to be on like a, a real one, like a real episode. And they're like, hey, we're doing Fast and the Furious because, because Justin Lin is directing the next Star Trek film. So we're doing his filmography. Would you like to be on? And I said, absolutely, I'll be on. And so then I went and I bought Fast and Furious 4 on Blu-ray so I could be on this podcast. Because you know? I had never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. I had no interest in those movies. It was actually pretty good, actually. So I was, I was impressed. But uh, yeah, that was the very first one I was on. I was on the 602 Club to talk about Split last year. Not Split. The sequel to Split, Glass. It's really about it. I can't remember being on any other ones outside of being on the uh, various random episodes of the edge much like you Haley. you know the edge the edge is this all-encompassing you know podcast five shows a week kind of thing going on so we were all going in and filling in for things like the lead up to the edge and postcards from the edge i really did, i really did enjoy doing uh, postcards from the edge with with amy we all love we always love podcasting with amy but that, that was a lot of fun just to to sit down and read people's comments about a discovery episode you know i as everybody knows i have some hot takes on discovery myself uh, so it was fun to read those from other people and, and, you know, and we've, uh, you know, talking about topics, right? I mean, we've been able to have more to talk about because discovery is kind of in our world using our ship, our characters, you know, so that gives us a little in creaking that door open, 
uh, to talk more about there. But, uh, but what about you, Kim? What about other shows on the network that you've been on? I haven't done a ton of other shows. I, I've done, like you guys, uh, postcards uh, a few times. And um, I was on TNG to talk about um, uh, the uh, Jellico, which I was thrilled to be brought on for that and, and talk through because that's that's one of my favorite um those two episodes, the back to back, were phenomenal and um, and very powerful. And then I got to do, uh, I think, uh, a couple of ready rooms back in the day for different things. Uh, back when Will Wynn was still on with the network, and uh, he was a, a regular with Chris back then. And then I thought, actually, as as you guys were talking, I was trying to think, okay, what else? So I did a six oh two, and um, the subject was the movie Arrival which I thought was one of the best movies, most original movies that had been made in many, many years for sci-fi. I um, I really, really enjoyed having that conversation because it got very deep and very emotional, which I was kind of surprised, um, you know, because usually you're you're thinking things through. But uh, I, I, I just remember really getting into that to that uh, to that episode, especially at the end. And, and Richard Marquez was on it. Uh, as well, and he had read the books, but that was that was a a, a pretty cool a pretty cool show. But you know, mostly, uh, you, you know, uh, been on this show with you guys, and uh, the crossovers were, like I said, always a blast. And uh, you know, madness. I, I would have madness, but fun madness. <laughs> yes, Trek madness and Trek movie madness yes. were. Yes, yes. A- a- anyway, um, yeah, I think that. Uh, I think back to, uh, across the network, you know, I, I would say more interacted with a lot of these folks at the conventions and things than were actually on a lot. So I, I didn't jump around, but anytime I was asked, I I, I ran uh, over to uh, uh, to do it just just because I love uh, Star Trek, I love the TOS, but I love to be able to talk about other things. And you know, that was that was something we were talking about, Zach, right? And we had we we had asked, uh, just to so listeners know if, if there was, you know, another show that hadn't been airing in a while or something that we could do, because I, I don't think the uh, the intention here was to leave Trek FM and it's not. It's just uh you know, we're we're just we're just kinda running dry uh with, with things here. But um, you know, it just it just haven't materialized, but the talent that they're pulling into the network, especially lately, is really superior. So you know, it could be that, um, you know, we've just lost our swing <laughs> and, and it's, uh, we're, we're, we're getting, uh, uh, we're getting to move on to, to other things. But anyway, um, yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, the, the shows that I got to do outside the network too were equally fun. And I've done quite a, fit, a few shows with, uh, with, uh, the Trek geeks on different subjects too, which has been, which has been kind of neat. So, um, yeah, I, I love this community. Uh, I, I've loved the, uh, the, the adventures that I've had, uh, outside of, um, standard orbit as well. Uh, but it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a real kick. That's for sure. Yeah. I have to say, um, you know, I've, I've got to thank Brandon for doing something last, uh, you know, he set up, after you guys had done that Northeast Trek Con, he was like, I'm going to see what else is out there and see what else we can do as far as, you know, representing and, and putting ourselves out there into the convention arena. And he had set up to do a panel at the Fanex, which is in Salt Lake City. And 
I had, I saw the post and I said, hey, you know, if you need somebody, I'm like, it's a three-hour drive for me. Wouldn't be that big of a deal. I go down to Salt Lake frequently. And, you know, turns out, you know, he wasn't able to make it, but I was able to go. And Brandy, Jacqueline on the network, she lives in Ogden. So she's just right there. And it was incredible. It was really nerve-wracking, scary to do it, but it was really amazing to say, hey, here's this thing that I'm doing at a convention. I'm just a little podcaster, but hey, we're going to do it. And, you know, we didn't have a huge turnout for the first one, but we still enjoyed it. We had fun and subsequently did one in the following Fanex in September. And uh, Amy Nelson was able to be there. Zachary Fruling was also there. He was at the other one in April as well. And just to discuss things and have people listen just simply because, you know, you're talking Star Trek and that opportunity because of you guys bringing me on wouldn't have ever been there if if it hadn't happened. So um, I'm truly grateful for the opportunities that I've had, the people that I've met through this podcast and because I podcast and it wouldn't have happened if you guys hadn't brought me on. So thank you. And it's truly been such a wonderful joy. And I'm so glad for our friendships that we have and will continue to have. Well, that's for sure, Haley. Um, and we appreciate you saying yes, <laughs> because <laughs> that was, um, you know, I, I, I considered that kind of a, a pretty big get. Um, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, you, you sell yourself a little bit short. You, you you did a few podcasts before you joined us, um, but you also had quite, and you still do have quite the social network. Um, people don't build social networks and have a lot of people interface and interact with them uh, if they don't like you. I mean, it just doesn't happen. So I think that you, you have that kind of personality that, that draws people in, um, you know, just uh, very disarming, uh, funny. And you're also the first Vulcan I ever met in person, too. So it's just kind of cool. You know, kind of a cyborg Vulcan, but you're still a Vulcan. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, that was the, uh, that was the time where I, I had been kind of hit pretty hard personally and professionally by Hurricane Harvey down here in Houston. So uh, I thank you guys for kind of carrying the uh, the weight of the show there for like a, a good couple months, few weeks. I mean, I, it's all blurred to me now, thankfully. I, <laughs> I don't dwell back on that time and reminisce about exactly how long it, it was. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I really was in no po- uh, place to be podcasting on a weekly basis that time. And, and I appreciate you guys kind of uh, sharing the load, as they say, in a big way throughout when I was not available to be behind the microphone. So that's what friends do. Now, um, now Haley, you're still on the... Um on the docket here, you have to get it to New Hampshire because you're the yes. only co-host that hasn't been up there yet. So you, you have to find your way. And uh, we, we will hopefully have some fun uh, this summer. Um, hopefully it'll come soon because I hate winter. But I'm, <laughs> it's I'm still so, coming I'm so here. Done. <laughs> so. Ken, is, Ken is an excellent host. I, I cannot express what a wonderful time it is visiting him and being able to fellowship together up there in New Hampshire. I've been stacking up my vacation time, so. It's going to happen, mm-hmm. huh? It will. All right. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I think that uh, we'll, we'll always have Star Trek conventions. I hope that um, with all these new shows and things happening that there'll still be 
an annual big one, right? I know there's a lot of things going on with the um, convention now. They the they Rio. weren't so sure they were going to have it again. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the Rio's going to be leveled, right? It's it's on its last legs. Um, it really does need to be something. It's bad <laughs> as far as the rooms <laughs> go. It's... Yes. <laughs> I uh, yeah. If, well, if I was not going to a Star Trek convention at that hotel, I would never stay at the Rio. <laughs> <laughs> I've stayed at the Gold Coast the last couple of years that I've gone and just it's like a six minute walk from I don't know. Gold See, when Coast. you're up till three AM hitting hard, talking about all good things at the masquerade <laughs> bar, do you really want to walk six minutes across the street? I don't know. So I just <laughs> Well I was at the Fresh Air. That, it's fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> for the fiftieth I was at the Palm, which was down a little bit past, so I used to go through um that, that hotel as well. But it, i didn't really the Palm is much newer mm-hmm. and uh I thought I was missing out by not being able to stay at the Rio. Had I known, I might have stayed there again. But it, actually, it did make life easy because, um, yeah, we were up quite late every single day. Drinking night. those pattern buffers and James T. Kirk's. I know uh, <laughs> Richard and Shin Marquez had a lot of fun with me drinking those pattern buffers that, that you're making. <laughs> I, I was very disappointed they don't make those anymore. Like, they have the Star Trek menus the first couple years I went. But this past year, they didn't have the Star Trek menu. I was like, why am I here? All right, but uh, I did take a picture of the menu, so I do know how to make it in the future. Uh, well, there you but, go. Uh, well, that's important. <laughs> that's 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 important. Yeah, I think that um, you know this is this is the end of our time together on Standard Orbit, but it certainly isn't the end of the time uh, for us as far as doing things together and and keeping in touch. And you know, I, I all three have, we, we have such busy lives, and um, you know, I'm I'm just so thankful that as it got crazy for you for Hurricane Harvey. It got crazy for me, but it, you know, it was all self-induced because I, I went into a new company and things just went nuts trying to get things back in shape and back in order. And I think uh, we've, we've pretty much done that, but I don't think s- things are slowing down. And then, you know, Haley, I don't even know how you do it, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I don't either. I, I just don't. I, I, I mean, you have probably one of the toughest jobs uh, that anyone could have. And it kind of reminds me of uh, being in the military, right? Because you have to work very, very hard. You get, um, they used to say in the service, meager pay. I don't know your income, but I think for what you do, um, you're not compensated nearly as much as you, you should be. And you impact people's lives positively every day. I mean, that's that's amazing, but I don't know how you keep it all together. Plus, you know, <laughs> raise the kiddo and, and all the things you've got going on. And then you do this this podcast. I, I mean, it's... It's it's a crazy life. I think that um, you know there were times every once in a while. I, I think we could all. It's like, oh, we have to do a podcast. <laughs> you, know, you, you just get home and you're like, oh, oh my god, and, and you gotta you gotta kind of um, pull that energy level up uh, because you know you're you're just drained. But um, you always brought your A game, and I really Thank appreciate that. Thank you. you. Know, always did. It's you know it. I look at it as this is very much a form of self-care for me and my personality has always been a helping type. So my, my job sometimes does drain me more than others and, um, and whatnot. But at the same time, it's, it's always been a part of me and it's, it's who I am to my core. Uh, like today we, we had snow and, uh, we have a company that comes and manages the, the area that are, um, office is at, but it was snowing a lot and I didn't want anybody to fall and I had a spare minute. I shoveled the sidewalk. I didn't have to. No one asked me to, but I just did it. 
because, you know, it needed to be done. And, you know, I have that that mentality of got to do it, got to do it. Someone's got to do it. And but this has always been a very positive form of self-care for me. And I've always enjoyed it. And it's always fun. And, and bringing it, I never struggle bringing the energy because I always enjoy sitting down with you to, to discuss whatever it is. Sometimes it's completely on the fly. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. We haven't researched any of it. We're just going off the cuff. And <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> Those are the most fun, though. Those really are. You know? <laughs> and, and so it's, it's always been just a joy. It's, it's never felt like a task or a burden or, oh gosh, it's taking time from something else. And, and so that's, that keeps me going. It's, it's something that's very positive for me. Because I know for you, Zach, it's the same thing that, uh, you know, you, you, you have a lot of commitments and, and sometimes it's not the fact that we have to do a show. It's that it's, it's time sensitive. You know, there's, there's people knocking on the door, there's people waving at you, you know, you got to go and you're, you're like into this conversation. You don't want to leave. You know? <laughs> That's true. There have, there have been times where I'm like, eh, you're like, oh, just go, just go. It's fine. <laughs> so back in the day. And yeah, you know, it's a, uh, you know, why do you do a podcast? Because it's there. That's what I say. But, <laughs> but really <laughs> okay. though, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of hard work, you know? And you say hard work. What do you mean? You're just talking mm-hmm. about Starship with your friends. Yes, that is true. <laughs> but we all have very, Busy, different schedules, different time zones, as you said, Haley. Uh, we, uh, you know, it's have to put all this together after we. Do, we don't just like, all right, we're gonna post what we're gonna stop recording right now. It just goes right up into the cloud and into your podcast. No, no, no. People have to put this thing together. You edit it. You add different parts to it. You know, especially if you have guests that are like, you know, their audio is not as good. You try to clean it up and make it match yours. Go in and out and all these sorts of things. And there's a lot to it as well. Uh, but, you know, you do it for the love of the game, right? So at the end of the day, like, I, you know, a lot of people, because, I, you know, I've edited most of the podcasts here. and But I, re, I still re-listen to them after they're done because I, I find it like a sense of fulfillment. Like, ah, look what we did. You know, <laughs> like, it's all come together nicely. And I, I know a lot of people, and that's just, that's how I am. You know, a lot of people are like, I am so sick of hearing us talk. The last thing I'm going to do when I'm done editing is to listen to that again. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I mean, I, I like listening to it all again because I'm like, oh, good. It all turned out okay after all. Because sometimes we're in these conversations, you know, we, one of these random weeks where we're like, I don't what are we talking about? I don't know. Let's just go where the conversation takes us. And it, it's just fun to listen back to you and be like, oh, that we did. That that turned out okay after all. So I don't know, th- those are just, you know, some of the thoughts. And, you know, it's it's like when any and, – and this has not become a chore or a burden in any way. But, you know, to your point, Ken, you know, it's just you know doing it for – three plus you know four years almost it kind of there comes a time in a band's life you're like okay i think i've said all i can say about star trek the original series the sixth movies and the three kelvin timeline movies and i think (laughs) i can truly say i'm at that point yes yeah like i said if they would if they throwed us into another category i think we could have had some fun here but uh like i said there's uh what is, it, what is it? Captain Kirk said, you know, young minds, fresh ideas, be tolerant, right? So you've got, <laughs> you've got a lot of new people on the network and that's, that's wonderful too. I think that it's, it's healthy to hear, uh, new voices and, and, you know, new opinions on, on some of the shows that are being filled in. And it's great to have some of the shows back on the air. Um, you know, we, a lot of the shows have really been dormant for a while. So it's, 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 it's nice to see that happening. But, um, and yeah. you know, if you're going to miss us, hey, there's a huge back catalog. 
There's th- 300 episodes almost of Standard Orbit. Ken and I have been on most of them. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and just, and, and real quick, you know, I know I'm wrapping up here, but I did just want to point out a couple of like small series that we had done. Lee Sargent has been on a few times. He did uh, Lee Draws Star Trek and uh, the Star Trek 365 art project. He's a, a fun friend of ours from Australia, another Star Trek Five lover. Uh, you know, uh, Darren Mooney, uh, who writes for the movie blog, we, we had some really in-depth discussions about all three seasons of the original series. That guy has some some amazing takes on episodes. Mm-hmm. I told him, like, if he just printed out his blog and sold it bound together, I'd buy it as a book. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Um, and then and then one episode in particular that, that I really did, just scrolling through here, that stuck out to me, like, oh, yes, I loved that one. Uh, it was 178, The Gospel According to Star Trek. And we interviewed mm. author Kevin Neese, and we, we had some fun. We also went in some really deep places with that. Uh, one of the more thoughtful, like, you know, because we, you know, Kid and I, we always try to keep it light over the years, you know. Haley, you know, you're cut from the same cloth. That's why it just works so well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that one, we're like, okay, this is this requires a more thoughtful approach. <laughs> so, you know, that, that really was one of those great episodes. So I, I do recommend, you know, all those, everybody go listen to, so go check out that book, Gospel Corner Star Trek. That was really one of my favorite times behind microphone here, talking about some things, opening your mind to new perspectives as as we've been talking about here, just and that's what podcasting is all about. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I'll probably go back and listen to some of these older episodes because every now and then I would be like, if it's around Christmas time, like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to that toys episode we did three years ago just to see. And it's fun to listen to how far we've come. And um, you know, I, I, you know, missing the camaraderie all here, I'll definitely reminisce and listen back to these uh, over time, and uh, it'll take me back. <laughs> just- so. <laughs> Sorry, I just had this ridiculous thought, but wouldn't it be funny if somebody did a podcast reviewing our podcast? I would listen to that <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Maybe that's what you guys should do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what Zach was on about this episode. I just seemed really... <laughs> I wish he would stop interrupting everyone. He's... <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But it... it there's there's enough podcasts for everything. Why not a podcast about ours? Um, yeah, I, I think um, a couple of things that that I, I don't want to forget is um, you know I I really you know I I do have a first on Trek FM uh, that uh, I, I'm I'm pretty happy about, and that was I was the very uh, first roundtable guest. So they they just started the program. This was um, just prior to um, Norm and Jeff taking over on... They, they were doing um, Warp 5 at the time, and they were hosting the very first one. I remember um, getting a note or seeing a, a message that came out from Chris about this new concept or whatever. Do you want to try it? And, um, you know, I think they, they put it out to the folks. But we... Geez, the Babel Conference didn't even have six, 700 people in it back then. I mean, it was, it was kind of a small community. And... Um, so I said I'd love to try it, and that was the first time I ever got behind a microphone. It was the first time I ever got to speak or talk about Star Trek with anyone, and coincidentally, it was Norman Jeff. And uh, and you know, it was one of those things afterwards where Norm said, "You know, you might be fairly good at this." You know, I, I what what kind of reference do I have? And it wasn't that much longer that I was that I was on the air, so I. I can't say thank you enough for for Chris for for launching because I think a lot of the folks that um, that that are hosts or have been hosts, you know, got kind of familiar with things through the roundtable. That that really was a very clever way. I mean, I know it was it was mostly to get people interested in helping out in a, as a as a reward for being an associate producer, you know, 
there's so much money put into it, but it really was um, a lot of fun to do that. And again, you know, who knew what was going to happen from that? And then, you know, I'll go back to um, Nick Anastasio. Now, Nick, uh, what a fascinating guy and what a nice person he is. You know, when my son was looking for uh, information on, you know, being a graphic artist and, and an editing and all that type of stuff, uh, Nick took a lot of time to kind of go over with me the, the best approaches and ideas. And, you know, he offered to spend a lot of time with, with my son who he kind of went off into another direction. But, you know, it was just this this person that you never met. Um, you and I still never met Nick in person. And but I've seen what he's done for folks, right? He's, he's given people tours of Skywalker Ranch, yeah. and you know, I, I am one of them. I got to spend a great day with Nick over at Lucasfilm. Uh, it, was, it was a wonderful t- just meeting him in the flesh, right? It was yeah. Oh, he's real. Uh, and then was a very gracious guy. You know, as you've all, as I'm sure you've all picked up on through the microphone, just just one of the best people out there. And uh, just yeah. is just very legitimate. And then Tim Robertson, same thing. Tim, um, you know, Tim's very a great kind. guy. He is. <laughs> Lots of late nights at Starch Las Vegas with Tim at the Masquerade Bar as well. So. well I, I met Tim for dinner in, in L.A. Uh, when I was flying out there one time. And that that's also kind of the neat thing. You know, I've been flying around and I've gotten to meet a lot of the hosts up front and, you know, and up close and personal and, and share a meal and some laughs. And I got to do that with Tim and got to know him a lot better. And, you know, he, he just... I, I love the little digs. He's he's a crazy Steelers fan. Still makes no sense. He's a California guy, but whatever. Um, you know, Tim just has a, a way about him. Uh, again, just a, just a very kind heart, and he did a great job uh, with 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 you on the show that that, that he co-hosted with you. And and then um, I just want to call out Richard Marquez, who you know, without him, none of the shows would get published. And uh, he's he's stepped up for us a number of times. Uh, and sometimes doing all of the publishing. So I know I, I normally I, I publish and he does the QA, but there's elements to publishing uh, that he has to do, which is fairly technical. And uh, he, he does it for us. I, I, I do get a kick out of the fact that every once in a while, which is actually 80% of the time, he forgets. <laughs> and then we have to get on him and- I you know it, and God it's a love wash. Him. It's a wash yeah. because there's been many a late Sunday night. I'm like, hey, Richard, uh, kid's yeah. out of town. Uh, I don't do yeah. publishing. Can you hook us up for tomorrow? And he's, <laughs> he's come through on those. It's, uh, it's the ones that are scheduled and they're done days in advance that he forgets. Those are the ones. <laughs> yeah, but just he's 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 been um, a a good partner for us to to say the least, and I've I've really appreciated him and his friendship. I mean, I I went to his wedding. You know, I mean, this these are the things that are just. The, the craziest. Uh, and, and of course, you know, we've, we've had a, a good uh, friendship, a very solid friendship from the time I've met him. And uh, that fun bet we do at Facebook for the Army-Navy game. Thank God he finally had to wear my uniform, <laughs> you know, uh, th- this year because Navy finally won. But um, yeah, I mean, th- what an experience to just meet somebody through these podcasting, whatever. And the next thing you know, you're invited to Denver. And um, yeah, Amy Nelson was there, and 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 we we had a blast. I mean, we just had a, an absolute blast. So, it's it's these friendships that um, that 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 bring it all together. And then, you know, uh, you know, I I want to get to the UK, and I, I really want to meet Tim Hands badly. Uh, just just a a great guy. Um, just 
you know, I feel like some of these folks, you've never met them, but you know them really well. And um, always a kind word and, and nice things to say. And he's always sending me updates on what's going on with things, especially around the motion picture, which I really appreciate. And, uh, you know, he's had a tough go. I mean, God bless him. He's been... Uh, He's been fighting through some 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 serious illnesses and and, and ailments, but uh, hopefully on the road to recovery. But what a friend of the network he's been, you know, and uh, and and Christopher Baca, who comes in with a, a different um, view, let's say, than most Star Trek folks, and he's not afraid to take him on. <laughs> and, I, and I love that fighting him, and uh, I love his commentary. So it, it's all good. And then you know our other associate producers, Corey Elrod, um, new dad, Corey Elrod. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just exciting to see, uh, good things happening for him and, and his family. And always very supportive of the show. Always just, uh, again, another kind hearted, wonderful person mm-hmm. who, um, absolutely has reached out to us uh, numerous times. Yeah. And- yeah personally, as, as well as publicly on the Babel conference, but yes. Yeah. Shout yeah, out just- to you, Corey. Yeah. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> uh, Dan Rhodes. Have you guys met Dan? I, I don't think so. But if I have, I'm going to feel really bad now. Yeah. <laughs> same. I want to, I want to remember. I don't think it, so. You know, we have, yeah. And, and Mike Richards, same thing. I just, listen, you know, just um, taking uh, uh, any kind of income and, and putting it towards our little show here so that we could publish, uh, you know, uh, on a weekly basis for the most part, quote unquote, it means a lot. I mean, all of you uh, stepped up to, to support us and, um, you know, I, I, I take that very personally because, you know, a lot of us have done the same things, uh, but when it's when it's yours and um, and people do it for your show, it just has a very different uh, meaning. And uh, yeah, we, we you know, don't make it feel you, like you're getting your money's worth, you know, like. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, it's, it's like even if your your numbers go up or down, you know that there's um, five or six folks out there that you want to make sure you put it on a good show for because yes. they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're backing you financially and, and they're investing in your success. And that's, um, that goes a long way. That really does. And it's, uh, again, 100%. it's a, it's a tribute to, to who you are and the character that you bring. And, you know, hopefully, uh, we'll get to meet everyone someday. Yes. Uh, we got <laughs> most of them, but not everyone yet, but, uh, one of these days, um, but Hey, we got to give a, got to give a big shout out to Norm for going up to the big leagues with mission log, huh? Well, I mean, he hasn't thanked us yet for his success, um, but <laughs> you know, if, um, if we weren't on his heels pushing him, he, he never would have got there. I don't think it's an honor to call him a friend and Hey, now he's up there in the co-host and share of mission log, which is one of my favorite pod- Star Trek podcasts outside of our own, of course. If there was one, you know, I know he likes to be called the Commodore, and that's what he was called when he was doing uh, Trek FM, which I which I got a kick out of, and we had our fun routines with uh, Schmedlap and Umpty Scratch, you know, always screwing up something on the ship, and we had this goofiness with Jeff that I think worked very well. But if um, if if there was ever a role for Norman C. Lau, I would say. You know, United Nations diplomat. He is <laughs> mm-hmm. the most patient, the most kind, um, one Thoughtful, of the I mean, positive. Oh, people. yes, he finds the good in folks like like uh, others struggle with. I wish I had that skill set. Uh, I'm I just don't. He has he has incredible patience, but yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a legitimate nice person all the way around, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just. So thankful, like I said, that uh, he was kind of the first guy I met on the network outside of Chris, and here we are. I I think I, you know, he and I met 
at, I believe it was the 50th, and it was pure happenstance. And I've, I've gained a very wonderful friend in him, and he's always been a supporter. He's a supporter of me, this whole crazy podcast and but also just personally and he's just truly truly a wonderful person and I've I treasure that friendship with him so I appreciate his support definitely and I'm so excited for him with this vision log so yeah yeah have you met Carol I haven't mm -mm. oh just what a lovely couple I mean it's just they, they just complement each other in every way so yeah thanks Norm thanks for, thanks for everything like I said if it wasn't for you and Jeff uh, I never would have been uh, part of Standard Orbit. And then uh, to be handed over the keys along with Zach almost four years ago, that, that that's incredible. Um, some people might say you were abandoning me, but we know that uh, you had to go out there and uh, up your game so that you could go after uh, bigger opportunities because, uh, you know, I was right on your ass. So well done. Well done. <laughs> well, guys, I think it's come to that time of the show where we – say our final goodbyes. This is goodbye to quote Captain Kirk to Savick in Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Yes, it is. However. However. Mm, however we got one more episode. We do. Mm -hmm. Episode 300, the big 300. And you probably are saying to yourself, how can you top 200 where you had all the hosts on and you talked about all this stuff and it was great. <laughs> well, my friends, as we have teased many times in our tenure here, all three of us, and in this very episode, we all love Star Trek V. Especially me. Most of Especially all. Haley, that's true. <laughs> Star Trek V's like in my top 10. No, no, I love Star Trek V, but you're right. Nobody loves it more than Haley here. So we thought, how better to go out in our final episode than with The Final Frontier? We are doing a audio dramatization of Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, with music, sound effects, and the cast featuring all of your favorite Trek FM hosts. Myself, Ken, Haley, Norm makes a special guest appearance. Keep your ear out for him. Many other familiar hosts and guests you will hear on Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, in our 300th episode, our radio drama, if you will. That's the best way to describe it, I think. What would you say, guys? I, I, I kind of think of it as your magnum opus, buddy. You're putting together this thing with at least a, a dozen or more different voices and effects. This is going to be fun. I am so excited to finally hear this uh, all put together. And I thank you for doing that, Zach, because I'm sure it is a patchwork nightmare. But it's going to be so much fun. It is the reason they are installing seatbelts in your office chairs this summer to keep you there to listen to this podcast, <laughs> Star Trek V. And, and, and really the star of the whole thing is our friend Tony Black, who I mentioned earlier. He is doing Cybok. As Sean Connery, which, of course, was the original choice to play Cybok, but it, he decided to do a little film called Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade instead. You know, can't really blame him. Uh, but Tony is a great Sean Connery, and you'll hear Sean Connery as Cybok next time on Center Over at number 300. So a lot of fun stuff going down. Uh, we want to go out on a unique note, a fun note, a celebratory note. And that's what we decided to do. But, you know, we didn't want to just have that and leave. <laughs> so that's what the point of this episode was, to kind of reminisce, <laughs> say our goodbyes. But, yeah, I guess final words, it's been a heck of a ride. You never know where things like this are going to take you. But uh, 
I wouldn't change a thing. Well, I'd probably change a couple things. But overall, I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> so over the years, being here on Standard Orbit, I really appreciate uh, Trek FM as a network and uh, Standard Orbit for giving me such great podcasting opportunities and friendship opportunities with all of y'all. I, I agree with Zach. I think it's been such an honor and a pleasure not only to be brought on by Trek FM, but to be invited by you two. You'd been at it together for some time. And I remember when you asked, I thought, me? Um, okay. And I, I kind of hesitantly said yes. And then as we've met and discussed different topics over the almost two years now, it's truly been just a wonderful opportunity, and I'm so glad that I said yes. And here is, to quote another Star Trek show, to the journey, gentlemen. To the journey! <laughs> to the journey. Well, for anyone out there that um, I failed to mention, my apologies. It's tough getting old, these guys. uh uh, always have been helping me out sometimes when, uh, my, when my mind goes blank and it goes blank far more often <laughs> as I get older. But just know that uh, to everyone out there, we, we appreciate you. We appreciate the, uh, the comments. Positive and negative, constructive have always been helpful. Um, we appreciate the ratings that we've gotten over the years, which have been, you know, pretty high. Uh, but, you know, for for me personally, like I said, this is this is really really difficult, um, and uh, and a lot of it is because I've grown such um, s- such strong friendships with with Zach and Haley. Uh, you know, I feel like it's 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 a it's a, we're a family, and um, you know we we have to, we're going to have to work hard to make sure that um, we don't screw this up beyond the <laughs> their podcast that we stay in touch uh, that you do commit and if uh you know to to get out if you can to new england and we'll do everything we can to get to las vegas and and see each other and you know this hopefully um you know we'll all come back on different podcasts and be able to to talk other subjects you know the way i look at it is uh, we we've done the original series and i think we've done it really really well and um i i can't think of um another show that uh you know that has to focus like ours uh, and is and has pulled it off. Uh, I, I really don't. And so I, I can't thank you enough for everything. I mean, Zach, you wound up editing, what, 70% of the shows as time went on? I mean, I'd say 90%, but yeah. All right, so let's just <laughs> we'll just say 90 we'll just say 95% and we'll we'll go there. But, you know, part of the thing is when you said earlier that um, you know, you like going back to listen to the shows. I always hated when Zach listened to the shows I edit because he always had a comment every time. You missed this. You see that? I was like, okay, all right. But he is a perfectionist, and that's why he does the editing, and that's why the quality of the shows are so damn good. So thank you for I, editing. For, it's, it is. It's it's five, six hours a weekend, man, uh, trying to pull these things together. I know. It's it's hard. And um, uh, thanks for doing that. And, um, you know, I guess I'm rambling and you can edit this down as much as you need to. I just, uh, it's just hard for me to say goodbye. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that Ken. I joke about it, but it was, I always enjoyed doing it. You know, it was never like, Oh no, I got to edit this show. I, I did. I always, cause you know, when you do it, when you record it all, you're like, all right, that's, that's the, the, the brick, but then you keep chipping away at it. And then you get the, the beautiful sculpture that is standard orbit. Well, 
Mm-hmm. Well, you you have a talent. Um, and, and a gift I think some it, people you know? definitely do have a talent to edit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know you definitely have it, and you have a good ear, and you know when to move things around. And it is funny after we record sometimes when we go back and listen to the show. I said, didn't I say that like twenty minutes in? Uh, and it's here, and it's there, and he just knows how to how to put the whole mosaic together. So well done. But yeah, but um, thanks from the bottom of my heart to to both of you for your friendship, your um, your your work on the show, uh, for for everything you do. I I love you guys to death. Always will. Will always be a family. And to all of the listeners out there of Standard Orbit, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for everything you've done for us. Thank you, and you guys are stuck with me, so. We're, we're not going to break apart no matter what. <laughs> and uh, no, I, I truly, I, I love both of you with all of my heart and the listeners. Thank you so much for welcoming me aboard and and your support and everything and listening every week and tuning in. It's truly fun to interact with you guys and uh, I'll miss it. Well, Ken, we stand relieved. We stand relieved. Previously on Trek.fm. To the journey! If I were writing Voyager right now, like reconceiving it, I would make each season like a different decade, like show the progression of time over 70 years. See, we could have just done that with Kess as a character, though. I know I said it probably a million times in the last five episodes. Kess could have shown us what that would have been within Mm -hmm. the seven-year period. So, you know, we all know my opinions on Kess and how much I liked the character. Earl Grey. Okay, Amy, your ice pick. What is that number? <laughs> Amy to the nth power oh. pick. I yeah. I imagine I imagine it the square root of minus one. Negative one. Yeah. Mm, okay. One. Literary tricks. You know, there's all this backstory as you're starting to learn in the show about what happened um, between Nemesis and the Picard show. And, and so there was all this backstory. You couldn't really show it all in the show. Um, you don't want to. The show's about what's going on in the present time of the show. But, you know, Star Trek, since its origin, has always had um, ancillary materials that flesh out these stories. So, and we knew that would be the case here. The Line, a Star Trek Picard podcast. 99% of the time, Star Trek tech makes sense. This does not to me. Okay, okay Christy, like... Star Trek has asked me to believe some pretty ludicrous things. <laughs> this takes yeah. the cake. Okay. I think so. All this right, we're on the same the page. Cake. This is completely... More, more than uh, going warp 10 turns you into lizard? More than lizard yeah. babies. <laughs> really? More than Spot turning into a baby lizard. This, I'm just like, what are you trying to feed me here? That's interesting, because I believe this a lot more than those other things. But... Yeah. I, Brandon Baga's evolution theories are much more believable than this. <laughs> no. <laughs> really not, <laughs> but yeah. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out all these shows and find out what we're talking about in your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're an Apple user, you can get the show on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. That helps us out greatly and makes it easier for other listeners to find the show. If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, and of course, you can stream and download the MB3 file from our website and grab the RSS link as well. If you would like to get in touch with us here at Trek FM, you can always find us on trekfm slash contact and look at the sidebar on the show page, or you can go to speakpipe.com slash trekfm and please leave us a voice message. You can also contact us through Twitter at trekfm, 
Facebook at facebook.com slash trekfm, and the Babel Conference. Type the Babel Conference, that's B-A-B-E-L, into the search field on Facebook or go to our website at trekfm.com and click Discussion on the menu bar. Another way you can help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week is to become a patron of the network on Patreon. If you visit patreon.com slash trekfm, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm, you'll find our current goals and different milestone contribution levels along with all the great perks we have for you. These perks include early access to content, exclusive content, producer credits, seats on our content development team, and more. We really appreciate any support you can give us and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find the details at patreon.com slash trekfm. Speaking of Patreon, thank you as always to our associate producers for Standard Orbit. They are Norman C. Lau, Nick Anastasio, Tim Robertson, Richard Marquez, Corey Elrod, Dan Rhodes, and Mike Richards. Your contributions and support mean the world to us, and we appreciate you being associate producers on Standard Orbit. So to find me on the interwebs, you can find me on Twitter at BostonSCPO. You can find me on Twitter at Trekkie01D. You can also hear me talking about both Discovery and the Orville over on the Fandom Podcast Network's Discoville podcast that drops every week. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M-O-O-R-E-O-N-Z-A-C-H. I'm also the host of my own podcast, Always Hold On To Smallville, where we talk about each and every episode of that young Superman show. You can find us on Twitter at Always Smallville with one S. I'm also the co-host of Franchise Fatigue, a podcast where we look at sequels, remakes, movie franchises, and when a franchise gets fatigued. You can find us on Twitter at UFP Earth, part of the United Federation of Podcasts. So thanks everyone for listening, and join us again next time here on Trek FM for another episode of Standard Orbit. Us leaving Standard Orbit isn't the only thing going on on Trek FM this week. Here's a quick look what else you might have missed elsewhere on the network. Uh, don't put that in there. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm going to cut it before that. I just wanted to say that's such a ridiculous thing to say. That was funny.